What was your main role? Um, as a, a festival curator uh, during my time at, at the Mental Health Festival, I was also a film lead for the Mental Health Foundation across the UK um, towards the end of my time um, with the Mental Health Festival and Foundation. And um, I've continued that work um, in my current role as a um, festival producer and programmer for Document Human Rights Film Festival. I, I make sure that there is a mental health um, angle to, to that event as well. Can you describe what activities you did in that role? Um, for the last role in, yeah. in, in document? So um, as the festival uh, producer, I oversee um, all elements of, of, of the festival. So it, it's, it's an organizational role, but it, it does, I mean, any organizational role in the arts, I think, becomes creative at, at, at certain points. It has to be. Um, it can be very um, challenging work and nebulous work at times. Um, and also, um, I was involved in, in a certain amount of, of selecting particular films, um, especially around the, the mental health um, focus that we've had and um, pulling together um, panels for that and hosting um, those post-reading discussions. And why did you get involved? Well, I think it, it really comes down to um, a couple of simple things. I, I, I think that mental health is important and um, I thought it was um, valuable to bring my own experience into that work. And what, if any, impact did your involvement have on your own mental health? Well, I've certainly become um, more open around my own mental health challenges. I mean, I, I was starting to feel it was a bit hypocritical um, if I was asking other people to talk about their experience and I, I wasn't um, as open as I could be around um, my own. Uh, when I first started, I'm not I'm proud of this, you know, when I was asked about um, what I was up to, say, friends again, say, oh, wait a moment. Um, I say I was working for a festival. I, I, I didn't always offer that I was working for a mental health festival. And it, it says something that, uh, um, thankfully, very quickly, um, I, I made a point of, of saying I was working with a mental health festival, and that um, um, prompted a lot of really worthwhile discussions. Um, one thing we used to say at, I, I mean, I'm very pleased with um, the work I did at the Mental Health Festival. I was very glad to be in, involved in forms of work that I, I still do and re research I'm engaged with. Um, at um, times we used to um, joke, but, but not, um, there was a, a serious element to it. You know, was the Mental Health Festival good for our mental health? Um, working in the arts can be difficult, and I think it's um, important for. Um, the working conditions for people who are at festivals, not just the mental health festival, um, to be better than they are usually. And um, this is something that I've continued to, to advocate for um, publicly and in um, private conversations with people involved in festivals. I think it's really important and, and that the mental health festival should always keep in mind that it um, has to be a good environment um, when it comes to mental health. So in 2012, you said that you were like, it was 2012 I began to be involved with the Renfrewshire version of the festival. I never stopped being involved with the Renfrewshire version. I tried to leave <laughs> because I was, I was busy enough with the national version and um, in the nicest possible way the person who ran the Renfrewshire version wouldn't quite let me go. So I stayed with Renfrewshire uh, throughout my time um, with the mental health vessel which was um, more generally speaking which was 2014 through 2017. What do you think led to the change of you becoming more comfortable, saying what you were working on? I think it, it, was, it was really just, well, a couple things. It was, again, feeling that I couldn't be asking people to share their experiences without being more open about, about my own. And, and also, I mean, thinking that, that that was valuable, not just in that context, but more broadly speaking, if a, a cabbie was, was, was asking, you know, so, um, so um, what kind of work do you do? It's like, work in mental health. That's one of the, the really worthwhile conversations that came out of those types of situations. And also, I felt that bringing my own experience um, out to the open um, helped others um, feel more relaxed doing the same at the festival. You know, so um, it was kind of a two-way street. I mean, they were doing this for the event, and I felt I could do that as, as well. And, and so everyone, I mean, when that happened, I became more relaxed in the situation. That was good for it. When you first started, how did the general public view mental health at the time, do you think? Well, generally, I think they're intrigued but a bit nervous around, not to say that that 
nervousness has gone away. But I, I feel there's, it's an interesting way to put it, I think, but um, there's more calm about it, more comfortableness around talking around mental health. And, and um, that's, that's a good thing. I do feel that that's changed over the course of my, my since I started with the Mental Health Foundation. How often did people speak about mental health, both their own and more generally? Um, not enough is, is, is my, my, my short answer to that and again it was really interesting to see I mean I, I was asked about this recently on a, a um, in a panel discussion um, you know it, what progression have you, have you seen around um, mental health being discussed and I said that it became hot <laughs> over the last few years you know it, it really became a, a topic of, of much a higher um, profile um, that's not that was generally a good thing. I mean, of course, when there's more out there, it means that, that you know, there are more, say, portrayals of, of, of mental health challenges that, that, that aren't necessarily positive or helpful. But generally speaking, um, there being more out there um, has been a positive thing. And, and I've definitely, I mean, it's not a scientific survey that I've done, but I, I have no doubt that, that there has been increased attention and, and that that's mostly been a good thing. Is there any instance that you realize that things have changed or you start to notice? I think it, it was perhaps around my work with the Mental Health Festival in that um, I found, well, well I'd mentioned that people are sort of intrigued but nervous. Um, so say when I would approach um, filmmakers, um, um, potential supporters who weren't already involved in, in, in health about being involved with the festival, um, it became um, much easier to um, not just intrigue people, but, but get them involved. So um, I hadn't really thought of it that way um, before. It's, it's a good opportunity for me to, to look back. And um, it just seemed like, like it, it went from sort of cautious interest to um, more um, overt and relaxed interest to a real... Um, Inclination to want to be in, in, involved, and, and that was just over the course of a few years. What do you think has contributed to this change? Uh, well, of course, I'm going to want to think that the arts have, and, and particularly the Scottish Mental Health Arts Festival. I, I have no doubt of that. I mean, I, I think the the media in general um, having more um, material out there on mental health um, as I was, was just saying it's, it's not always been helpful but I think mostly it has been helpful so I mean I, I've part of the reason I've, I've been involved in um, the arts for a long time is I do think it has an impact I mean there, there's, there's an attitude out there um, I think it's a dangerous one that says ah you know arts entertainment don't worry about it I, I, I am absolutely convinced that art has impact and um, so the fact that there's been more material out there has prompted more um, conversations um, and then um, those people who are inspired by the media um, talk to other people that then go on to talk to other people it's a ripple effect kind of thing but um, yeah there's no question in my mind that, that um, the media um, in general and the arts in particular have been um, a key influencer in there being more more chat around mental health. Was there an arts and mental health community that existed at all at the time that you started? Um, I, I, I feel, I, I, sadly, I, I wasn't um, terribly aware of it um, at the time that I started, so it was a real learning um, experience for me. I mean, I, I had my own um, experience of mental health challenges, as I've said, but that that was in uh, uh, maybe that says something very isolated um, kind of way. Um, so once I became in, involved in the festival, I saw that there was a community out there. There was there were places and, and, and um, you know, groups of people um, with which one could um, could chat. And um, as a, as I said earlier, I mean it, it, it did seem like that grew, or at least became more open, you know, that, that maybe that's a better way to put it, is, is that it, it was easier to find those, those groups over the course of even just a few years of the Mental Health Festival. So did you find people to connect with and share ideas, or was it more isolated? Well, I mean, what I think I had to learn how to approach and, and, and um, um, who to approach. So 
at the beginning of, okay, well, well I, if I want to um, talk about mental health, I should speak to the experts and, and you know, uh, and not, not realizing that, you know, I was an expert myself, given my own experience that, um, you know, the, that everyone is an expert on their own experience. And so I was just inclined to, to go to, um, I have, I have a, at least a, a journalism school background, so it was very natural for me to, to say go to, um, if I'm having a post-screen discussion in the early days, well, let's go to the academic experts, let's go to the, the people involved with organizations around, around mental health. And um, there was, thankfully I recognized this very quickly, but there was an element that was missing. You know, where's the lived experience? And that's not to say, I mean, you know, some of the academic experts will have lived experience, um, some of the um, higher-ups and organizations will have lived experience, but it just became extremely important um, whenever possible to involve that, that lived experience. And so um, I guess, those again, those people were always there. It's just I had to recognize what I should be looking for. And, and once I did, um, and partly because of the increased, um, the, the higher profile of, of mental health, um, it did seem like it became easier over the time I was involved um, to have people speak openly. I mean, I, I'm just, just thinking of a few filmmakers say that, that uh, my guess is that not terribly long ago they would have been um, shy, as one word to use, to um, chat publicly um, about um, their mental health challenges. And uh, I think it did get easier and easier as time went on. So how did you go about finding people with lived experience once you realized that? Well, I ended up looking at, I mean, much of it was around, um, almost entirely around particular films. So if um, there was someone who was, um, and it wasn't always um, possible to involve the people involved in the films and conversation, if they were local films um, that addressed mental health, well, I'll talk to um, the filmmaker and, and see if he or she is interested in, in, in um, being part of the discussion. Um, if it was, um, I mean, if we could get someone in at times, get, get filmmakers in or, or, or subjects, especially subjects of, of documentaries about mental health. I mean, um, some of my um, most fulfilling experiences have been um, talking to the filmmaker first and saying, hey, do you think so-and-so who's been in this film, that you've made this film about this person, would be willing to, to, to talk um, at the festival about their experiences? And, you know, it, it, I don't know if there were any notes to that. You know, if somebody was available and, and we could um, get them here, that happened. And then also with um, organizations that previously I was approaching around, you know, well, well who's your specialist in, in, in this or that? It's like, okay, well, I mean, be happy to have you there, um, but um, do you have someone within um, your um, network, in, in your work, um, to come in and talk about their own experience? And, I mean, people were very happy to do that. I mean, to the extent that... Um, um, for one screening that we did in um, collaboration with an organization called Freedom From Torture, um, we had a, a torture survivor involved, and of course we were very careful about this. Um, extremely recently at the Document Human Rights Film Festival, uh, we were working with Freedom From Torture again, and um, we just couldn't find the person who was um, feeling strong enough at that point to talk publicly, which is of course totally understandable and is, is the priority. Um, but yeah, I mean, reaching out to organizations and, and reaching through them, in a sense, through those people to, to get to people who were able to share their lived experiences. Was there any film in particular that you found most fulfilling in terms of...? Absolutely. I, I've told this story many times, and this is not to take away from any other, other films, but I, it, was, it, was, it was this particular film and, and, and this particular experience of, of showing this film um, we, as in the, the Mental Health Festival, um, screened a film called The Silence of the Flies, which is a documentary on a suicide epidemic in rural Venezuela. So, uh, I mean, not the um, easiest sell. <laughs> not easy to get an audience, uh, audience in for that beautiful film. I mean, wonderfully um, done um, cinematically. 
um, but not one that um, an audience gravitated towards on a particular night in, in Glasgow a few years ago. So um, we had seven people in the audience um, at the Glasgow School of Art where we were screening the film. And before the screening, this was a real um, turning point for me. Um, I was kicking myself, saying, oh, you know, why did we, I mean, I really pushed, it was an award-winning film, so I, I wanted one of the changes that I, I brought into the mental health um, festivals that we screened all, our, all of our award-winning work. Um, previously, only clips were shown. I'm a filmmaker, but clips, come on, you know, let, let, let's see the whole thing. Um, and if we're bringing people in for the award ceremony, let's have them around to talk about um, their, uh, those, those involved with film, whether, you know, filmmakers, subjects, sometimes both, let, let's have that, that happen. I'm really proud of, of, of those developments. Um, I was insistent that we screened all of these films. Um, so, Back to this um, particular night at Glasgow School of Art, um, it um, was not a big crowd, to say the least. And uh, I was um, questioning whether or not we should have gone ahead. But of course, you go ahead. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about the, the numbers game and how frustrating that, that that can be and how wrong that can be. But um, we had a post-screen discussion, and uh, a woman um, in the audience said, um, "This film has changed my life." Uh, my uncle took his own life, and I've been extremely impatient with my dad, his brother, um, in um, the way he's been um, dealing with this. As in, it's been extremely difficult for him, and I've been saying, oh, come on, move on, you know, you know life is for the living kind of thing. The film was, uh, was essentially about um, those left behind um, by suicide. And, I mean, I can't... Um, absolutely confirm that she, that she went away and things changed, but, but I, I have to believe that, that she did. I thought, well, that was a successful screening, so I mean, to take nothing away from yet another screening of you know, Silver Lines Playbook, say, I mean, that can do good as well, but, um, you know, I can't say, oh, that, that um, screening was, was a failure because only seven people were there, and I mean, I don't know, you know, what has happened in screenings. Not everyone is so open about what has happened for them as a result of a screening, but um, that really drove home for me that it shouldn't be about numbers, it should be about um, what impact um, we can have, and it might just be one person, but who knows what impact that screening had through that just one individual, again, the ripple effect, how that goes, um, goes out there. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've told that story um, very often, but it, it, it's hugely important to me in understanding um, some of what's worthwhile in this work. You saw the direct impact of switching from clips to films, right? Yeah, and, I, and I'm always saying, I mean, you know, there, there's a tendency these days, especially with social media, to think you're doing something by experiencing something, and they're like, oh, I've, I've, I've just liked that, you know, or I've gone to that film, so I've done something. But I mean, something that's very um, gratifying around work in um, the arts and mental health is that I, I, I swear that there's change that happens in the room, that, that, that something is happening right there, that, uh, and it's not to say that there aren't other ways that change can be prompted through film and that you, you, know, you can show a film about a, a situation in um, um, Ghana that might prompt someone to write a letter you know, that it has to do with Amnesty International, say. But um, there's something just, just really... Um, like I say, sort of gratifying and, and, and powerful to think, okay, that, that film right now in this space, it, that, especially and more often um, that film in this, this conversation um, has made a difference. You know, you can't um, measure it, even if you put surveys out, you can't always you know, trust everything you read in the survey, but um, you, you do feel that something has, has genuinely changed and, and that, that's wonderful to be a part of. So did you find it was difficult to encourage people, particularly those with such experience, to get involved, or did it get easier? Um, no, I, I was I was always quite impressed by how willing people were. I mean, especially in the days that I wasn't so often my, myself, and then these people provided um, good examples for me. Um, there was room for improvement with me, and um, and and not in a. a a cynical way, but I, I think it was it was important to, for me at the right time to um, 
be open about my own experience, you know. So maybe it was sort of the reverse thing where people were being open um, with me, so I felt I had to be open, and that sort of encouraged other people to be open. So I mean, once, yeah, I I can't say that I found it terribly difficult. The most challenging thing was maybe to to um, make that realization myself that I should be prioritizing those experiences being part of of the. Um, event um, and also that um, being open myself could um, help bring those people in and, and also help the event um, in other ways as well. So how do you think um, having people with experience uh, impacted, working with people with experience impacted the arts as opposed to the academics and experts? I, I think it gave us, and it, it's, it's nice to be able to say us, um, more confidence in that, I mean, these things aren't always easy. When I say it wasn't um, as difficult as I thought it might be to, to bring in lived experience, I'm not saying that that was always easy on me, on them. Um, there are you know challenges that, that come up. You know when you're you're you know say if you're someone who is is not um, terribly um, confident in speaking in front of a crowd, or someone who um, you know goes over what has, has, has happened, um, you know, and, and maybe tends to focus on the negative rather than the positive, even though that's, that's not terribly helpful. I may just be one of those people, you know, so, um, and yet the overall experience is, is worth having. And, and so um, even if it is really difficult, even if one sort of beats oneself up over, you know, I wish I, sh- I had said this or I wish I'd asked more um, of, of that person and this person, maybe I should have taken the conversation down this, this line. Um, you know, should I have shown that film? <laughs> and um, usually the, the answer when I'm, I'm, I'm at my best is, is yes. You know, so, I mean, I th- think that everyone involved in, in this, this work, at least when they're at their best, is thinking this is really worthwhile, even though it can be um, difficult work. I mean, you know, you're. you're, you're Dealing with difficult subject matter, um, and so there, there, most certainly there's easier work to do. Um, but um, I think we've been inspired that um, it's very worthwhile to do, even though um, it can create challenges that are not there in, in other um, ventures. What sort of people were you trying to reach, Adrian? Oh, I, I really did try, whether successfully or not, to, to reach, um, well, I guess I still am with my work with, with, with um, the Document Human Rights Zone Festival, um, a variety of, of, of people. Um, and, and certainly, um, I tried to program with that in mind. I mean, of course, there were times when you wanted to um, work um, thematically towards a particular group. I mean, we had a men's mental health day. Um, but I mean that was one day of the four day, day festival kind of thing. So um, really did want to um, try to bring um, a, a variety of people in and also not necessarily people who would otherwise um, attend a mental health festival. I mean, of course there are people who, and you know this is a good thing, who are, are pretty much going to show up because they want to be supportive. But um, you know, this, I guess this starts to get into my my programming approach. That at times you just want to show a film that people are in, enticed to see because this is this is a really good film, you know. And and maybe this is, is something different. Um, so trying to reach out to to um, crowds that aren't um, going to be um, the first inclined to attend a mental health festival. Could you tell me a bit about the men's mental health day? Yeah, um, it, it was just something in the air, you know, this was um, 2017, we had done um, a, 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 a woman-focused program um, the previous year, and that, that went very well, um, and we just, you know, you know what, what would happen in, in trying to, and this might be jumping ahead, um, a couple of questions, or our next question, but, I mean, what were we trying to um, address? Well, oftentimes we took our lead from what we were receiving um, as film submissions. So you just felt like there was a critical mass of like, okay, it seems that a lot of people are wanting to look at this. Um, so we should um, 
honor that. We should be inspired by that. So in 2017, we're, we were getting a lot of films on men's mental health. It was, you know, it might have seemed like a, a brilliant programming decision, but it was almost just sort of sitting there for us. Um, we got um, a, a, an organization called involved um, it's called Brothers in Arms and uh, were very excited about it and they, they helped to promote it and were involved in the discussions. Um, it was interesting because, I mean, there was a lot of social media traffic around the um, Men's Mental Health Day, which didn't always translate into attendance. Um, you, you know, like, you, you, you see, okay, you, 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 you get suddenly, you know, like, like you know, 500 you know, likes on something. It's like, oh, well, then, you know, 500 people, we're going to have to turn people away kind of thing. It wasn't that well attended, but it was, um, I'd, I think it's fair to say, reasonably well attended. And, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad, no, it's about it's a good thing that there was that attention, even if it didn't always translate into attendance. I mean, it's helping to have that that conversation, and, and people saw even if they didn't manage to attend, they saw what we were doing. But the day itself was um, very successful. I mean, I, when I think back, the only just sort of a, a little tangent here, but it's just funny to think about that um, we almost did too much, and that we had a, a jam-packed day of men's mental health, and there was one film, uh, sort of in the middle of that day, where where we felt like oh, people needed to take a break. It was nothing, I don't think anything about the film so much. It's like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have programmed so much. Um, but um, other than that, I, I would say it was a great success. And what were the key messages you were trying to get across in your films? Yeah, I mean, I mean it, was, it was interesting. I mean, it's, it's maybe more about, um, there's a message about what kind of films can be utilized um, in this this context, which which is maybe sort of a bit off topic, but I think it's important to note that um, by showing work that's not, uh, and when I say I was about to say just, and that that's not supposed to be negative anyway, but that, that I'll put it another way, work that's not um, sponsored work, um, that's not mainstream Hollywood material, but. But work that is my, my um, you know, probably overused um, way to, to describe it is um, challenging but accessible. So, so work that's that, you know, not so arty that it, that's um, off-putting to the majority of audience. I, sometimes I think about my parents, you know, or like, like sort of regular Canadian folk. It's like, would, would my parents maybe under protest, you know, would they sit down and watch this film if I insisted? And would they say afterwards, that was really interesting you know that that's that's kind of the film i i, I wanted to um different varieties of, of that type of film i thought had a huge impact because it wasn't i mean i think with mainstream material we, we find there's so much information out there already we've almost seen the film before we, we see it and it's like, and we know how we're supposed to react um sponsored films can be the same way oh yes absolutely you know important subject matter here and again these these, these films i'm, I'm talking about um, just now, I mean, they, they have their, their value and they can be put to good use, but um, wow, you know, the, the what came out of films that to sort of hit people in a different way, came from a different direction, um, creatively, um, subject matter wise, maybe mental health wasn't the first thing you'd think about around the film, but oh, there was something else there that's probably under the surface that we can bring to the surface. I mean. In my estimation, I mean, those films, generally speaking, had more of an impact. So, I mean, what was, what was I trying to get uh, get across and try to get back to the question? The, mes the message, a message was, um, let's be um, more adventurous without being too adventurous. And I probably got there a few times about what kind of films can have impact. And then when it, it came to the impact itself, um, I guess... It was wanting to show that, I mean, I mean it, it's very much about conversation, I, I think, and, and openness. Um, so, you know, what's more open than, you know, having someone on a big screen? Some of the best situations are when you had someone who was in the film, the subject, the documentary, you know, it's sitting there in the room, and then you get to talk to them afterwards, like, wow, that person could not just be... Well, it's a combination of things. They can be in the space while their big face at times is on the screen, and also um, then they'll sit and talk to you about what was just on the screen. I mean, you know, if they're willing to do that, it's it's extremely um, inspirational and even humbling. You know, when when those people are willing willing to do that, 
Um, and it just really emphasized for me that, again, sort of coming back to the idea of, of change within, within the room and that um, it's more than just a gesture, it's more than just okay, you know, like, there's, there's a film about mental health that's screening at the Mental Health Festival. Um, nothing wrong with this. Like, okay, let's go out and support this, you know. Um, we've done our bit by showing up for this screening or, or going to the award ceremony. Sort of infamously, I like to think, um, at one award ceremony, I mean, the award ceremony is always well, well attended, you know. You, you have um, the various organizations that have supported the Mental Health Festival there. And I... I um, Chast it chastised in advance the audience at the award ceremony for probably not. <laughs> I think they got probably not coming to the films. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we're here for the award ceremony. It's like you're seeing all these clips. You, there are a bunch of filmmakers here. You know what they want you to do? They're happy you're here tonight. Come out and see the films. You know that kind of thing. So I mean, it was just trying to move beyond um, worthwhile gestures to even more worthwhile conversation and, and support for those those more detailed intricate difficult moments and and all of that I feel like did make a difference so I, I'm sort of generalizing in a way I mean there yes there are all sorts of particular messages around particular mental health challenges say but but for me it was um, being open to different types of, of films doing that work and actually sort of digging in and, and going to those films and being engaged in those conversations. Not to say everyone has to say anything in the post-screening discussion, you know, whether it's opened up to the audience, or, but um, just, just really um, allowing for change to happen and being part of that even by, you know, being a supportive presence in the room. Somebody don't have, don't have to say anything and you know this is an audience that's, that's getting it. Aside from uh, asking people in the audience, uh, how did you get people aware of your films or your involvement? Um, well, I mean, I guess with, with festival work, there was um, sort, of, sort of the general sort of standard stuff, stuff that you do, um, you know, to brochures and, and, and trying to get into the media in, in various ways. You know, hey, Janice Forsyth on BBC Radio, talk to us about our, our film program this year. Um, but beyond that, I, I found it was, was really important to and a lot of work, and you didn't always have the time to do it as much as you'd like to, but reaching out to organizations that were involved with people that you thought um, would um, get something out of the experience, have something to say um, at, at the event, um, and really working that, and not just, as Tiffany says, okay, sending um, a description of the event you know, to the info email, you know, it's calling beforehand. Who at your organization would be most likely to promote this event um, to your, um, um, to the people who are, are connected with it? You know, could, could you put it in your newsletter? I mean, could you um, send out an email um, on our behalf? Here's all the information for that. Um, if you don't hear back from the person you sent to, and I've been engaged with this kind of thing very, very recently, um, you know, writing again, calling again, hoping not to be a pain, <laughs> you know, that so you're off-putting, but, um, you know, just knowing that, from having had the experience of knowing how valuable um, involvement can be, um, I mean, that inspires you to maybe go the extra and make that extra call, send that, that extra email, but um, targeted marketing, I guess all, all, of, all of that that is, and it's, it's a lot of work, as I say, and um, I mean, you could endlessly do that, um, but I always felt like, like th there was so much that could be gotten out of these events that it, it was an obligation to try the best we could to reach out in those those ways. And so I was just I was teaching a class yesterday of, about um, the presentation of, of of mental health films and the conversation afterwards, and um, I had to say to myself as much as anyone, um, word of mouth, you know, too, it's like talking it up, you know, going to various events I mean I really tried to um, I think the mental health festival became an arts event that addressed mental health as opposed to a mental health event that used the arts you know so it was, it was, a, it was a shift I think was um, beneficial and it meant that we had a place at um, and I'm talking of course about the film world but you know where I would attend various festivals and say hey this is you know this is what I'm doing, and um, you know, be engaged with um, organizations like Film Hub Scotland or the Radical Film Network, and um, 
you know, that would, would help to bring people out, out as well. But um, yeah, it's interesting. The first thing I would think of is like just reaching out to organizations that would work with people um, who would have lived experience of what is being addressed and, and also um, yeah, just making sure that, that a general audience, not necessarily um, working in mental health already or involved with, with the mental health organization, knew that we were playing some damn good films. They should check out whatever they were thinking about mental health or whatever their engagement is. It's like, come on out and see the film and you might get something out of it. I know a lot of people did that way as well. You said earlier that um, you wanted to cure parents to be able to see that kind of film. How did your family react to like, the films that you I made? think they were really proud of, of that. I mean, um, I, I wish they had been over in, in Scotland to um, experience some of these events and they'd have a, a better under, understanding of what I was up to. Um, I mean, being in the arts is, you know, I, I don't come from a family that was involved with the arts, you know, it's, it's always going to be a bit weird, you know, <laughs> a bit different and um, maybe, you know, not so secure, which can be true, but to some other choices that others in the family have made. But um, yeah, they, they knew I was trying to do good. And, and I mean, my mom, um, I mean, she had been a, a palliative care, care nurse. So I think she understood it from that angle, just that, that, that inclination to um, try to be helpful, to try to be a, a, a good person, a good citizen, you know. So I think they, they, they got it in, in, in that way. Um, it makes me think that, I mean, we probably haven't had um, as many conversations as we should have had about mental health in, in our family. That's, I mean, no doubt partly because I've been away, <laughs> you know, if I don't want to use that as an excuse. But, uh, but yeah, they, they were, um, as they tend to be about things, not terribly... Um, I couldn't say they were effusive, but I, I could tell they were they were proud of me for engaging with that kind of work. How did you decide which themes or areas to look at in your work? Yeah, I, I referred to two, two things that, that come to mind. Um, trying to keep it fresh, and that's, uh, I mean, I didn't want to, it would be easy to, to look at the same material, or similar material over and over again, similar subject matter um, that comes up in mental health. So I did try to think, okay, well, we, this, this can maybe even sound crass, but it's like, oh, you know, we we did schizophrenia last year, which is like a, a terrible way to put it. But it's like, okay, well, let's let's look at let's not let's not, you know, all other things being equal, we have a film about schizophrenia and, and then something else. Well, let's let's do that something else the next year. So just trying to trying to to change it up, and also, I mean, over the time, one of the other um, changes that happened when when I was here was um, programming entirely from our submissions. And so, yeah, the, the submissions were um, a, a really good source of inspiration for, for what to look at. So, like I said, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of films that seem to be about men's mental health. We're not going to program every single one that we get, but it's like, you know what, maybe we should do something about this. So, um, I guess, in a way, that's, that's going to, to lived experience to some extent. It's like, like putting it out there, saying, well, what, what, in a way, what, what, what are you filmmakers and filmmakers to some extent, at least with, with their own mental health lived experience to draw upon. I mean, what are you wanting to address? And, and that, that guided us to a large extent. And how, who funded the work you were doing? Who funded the, the work they're doing? Like who funded the film? Yeah, so, so, um, so with the, with the, if you mean by the, fest, the festival itself, so, um, I mean, interesting enough for me, I wasn't always, I mean, as a film producer, I'm used to knowing exactly, I could, you know, list, list absolutely everyone, but I, I didn't have to, maybe in a refreshing way, I didn't have to be on top of absolutely all of that. But, I mean, the Mental Health Foundation, of course, um, a key to say the least. Um, also, um, during the time I was with the Mental Health Festival, um, Creative Scotland. Um, so again, that, that sort of shift to being an arts, we're really an art, we are an arts event, you know, we're a, a legitimate arts event and um, not, um, Again, I want to be careful that we're just, but you know, we're an advocacy event that can be seen through that arts arts lens at the very least. Um, so we started to get arts funding in Film Hub Scotland, which is um, not a mental health organization; it's a film organization. I mean, they started to be supportive in various ways. And, but of course, I mean, there were you know health um, related institutions and organizations that came through, and I mean, you would at times be able to get them to support um, 
a particular event. Yeah, we're we're looking at what you are engaged with. So can you can you help us out uh, financially or otherwise, and in some other way with with that event? But yeah, it, I think what what jumps to mind is is that um, it became um, the mental health festival became funded by arts organizations. And I think that was a real achievement. And how easy was it to find funding? Um, it was not terribly difficult. Again, I wasn't having to be on the, the front line as much as I have been in other cases on that. Um, one huge challenge, which I'll probably mention a few times before we're done, is that in the arts, it, it has become, and I think this is largely, unfortunately, a numbers game. You know, so I want to refer to that screening of Silence of the Flies where seven people were there and you know, even Creative Scotland and these, these days, it's gonna be tough to convince them that that was a successful event. I know it was a successful event. More successful than other events with a lot more people there, you know? But I mean, it's, it's just this, I'll try not to, you know, like <laughs> go on too much here, but you know, the, the neoliberal agenda of, of the push for constant growth and, and you know, in, in numbers, attendees, number of events you're doing. And so that, um, to me, seems, well, certainly at times it was antithetical to what I think a mental health festival should be doing. Um, so I think that that challenge was there, and uh, we, we fell prey to that to some extent. So, I mean, yes, the funding was there, but part of the reason the funding was there, look, we're doing so much in so many regions, and next year we're going to have more regions, we're going to have more films. And, I mean, one of the best moments for me was when, in, in my own sort of minor, but at least for me, very important way, was the festival was looking at, and it did change from being an October event to a May event. And so um, I said, and I guess it was for using it as an excuse, okay, if, if we're also having to think about May, because you know, May's not that far after October, then um, I'm, instead of trying to do, over the course of three weeks of the festival, or however many weeks it was at the time, um, I'm going to do four days at the CCA, you know, that, and that that's kind of what it's going to be. Um, and I was I was sick, almost literally sick with worry that Creative Scotland was going to say, actually, <laughs> you know, like, you know, why are you not? You, you had 28 screenings in, in you know, like, you know, five different cities last year. Why do you not have you know forty and you know ten different cities? It's like. And, and I guess maybe it's to their credit that they, they were convinced, but I felt like they had to, it took a lot of convincing to do that. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's a, a constant concern, you know, beyond um, arts and mental health, but of particular interest to um, arts and mental health, um, to not just play the numbers game, to resist that. I think it's a responsibility of us involved in mental health and the arts to resist that push towards ever-increasing numbers. Do you think, like, um, in terms of, like, uh, judging the success based on numbers, has that gotten worse or better, or is it the same from when you started? Worse, I would say. And I, I don't... It's going to take a lot of work to um, turn that, that one around. I mean, it's natural. I mean, everyone's busy. Um, so I'm trying to, trying to, you know, sort of... Um, be understanding here a bit um, it's, it's a lot easier to measure um, numbers than it is to measure say the kind of impact that the, I, I was talking about at, at a particular screening attended by seven people um, and it's, it's easier to recognize through numbers um, what um, or, or one version of success which is you know we had this many this year we have more the next year um, so I've, I've been really trying to be a, a voice against that. I mean, um, part of the reason, and there are other reasons for this to happen, I know, but I mean, part of the reason I left uh, the mental health festival, a huge part of the reason was that instead of, um, you know, when we switched, when we were happening, instead of saying, okay, we're going to have a festival in October and, and then use the following year to shift, sort of look at other things, take a deep breath, why are we doing what we're doing, how can we do better what we're doing, it's like, we're going to have a festival in October, and then we're going to have a festival the next May, and, and in, in the 
those who work in that festival world that I know, all my contacts at, said, that can't be good. <laughs> that can't be good for your mental health. And, and really for me, when it was, oh, act, oh so we're going to take that year out and, you know, like, take that, that step back. No, we're going to go again in May. I'm out, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I guess in my own way, it was sort of like, that was a protest, like, hey, you know, it's like, like, really, do we have to do this? And there may be, you know, like, financial reasons to have had to have gone ahead at that time, certain funding, blah, 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 but I like to think there was a way to approach things otherwise. So it's just an example of us needing, us involved in arts and mental health to not play that game. How did your audience react to the work more um, generally? Yeah, I, I mean, again, I mean, there's a lot of, it's interesting, sort of on the same thing, that there's a lot of surveying that's done right now, and surveys have their place, and there's survey fatigue right now, it's like every screening is, oh, do we really have to say right now how it was for us, kind of thing, because maybe one reason not to be so focused on that is because, like, sometimes it takes time for things to have an impact, but I would say that I, I never came out of an event thinking that it wasn't worthwhile. I never came out of an event thinking that we hadn't had a positive impact. And that was particularly the case when lived experience was overtly um, voiced in, in, the, in the room, not, not just through the film, but when either somebody, I mean, this was always wonderful when, like I was saying, somebody, a subject of a film or an actor who maybe took on a role because it, it addressed mental health um, and had a relation to their own experience was willing to talk about it in the, the, the um, discussion afterwards. Um, if particularly if, if that was there, I, I, I know we made a difference. I mean, how do you judge that? But, you know, that, like to the best of my ability, I, I know we were doing something worthwhile. What changed as a result of your work? Um, I, a small but significant <laughs> contribution to um, challenging stigma, I think. I mean, you know, I don't, again, it, it's, it's so hard to, to judge how much impact, particular impact, the work I was involved with did, but I know that it did have an impact. So it was part of, I guess, a, a movement, a, 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 a direction that was about being more open about mental health challenges. So um, I do think that when I, when I say that, you know, sort of mental health became hot, it's been easier to, to talk about, I, I, I do feel that, that we're part of that change. Why do you think it's important that mental health is covered in art? Um, because it's part of life. Um, and you want life to, I mean, not always, I mean, that can sound like a bit of a, a killjoy, you know, <laughs> I went from a mental health festival to a human rights festival, you know, but it's like, I mean, and it's not always challenges, it's also what encourages positive mental health, you know, so, I mean, generally speaking, I want art to reflect um, life, the odd time you want art to have you escape it for a little bit, I can appreciate that too, but, um, so I just, just think that it, it's, it's, a necessary part of what what art should should do. So, um, if it, if art is not addressing mental health, then it's not addressing life. Who is most likely to be impacted in a positive way through attending art events? I thought my my you know thinking about having seen this question earlier, that, that I thought was interesting. My my gut reaction is um, everyone, and it seems like a bit of a cop out, but different events can affect different people in different ways. The same event can affect people in the room in, in, in different ways, uh, depending on who they are, where they're coming from, um, as a person or related to their experience. So um, I don't know that there's one, for myself, that there's, there's one particular answer to that. I mean, I know that those who've had lived experience have gotten a lot out of feeling that they're not so alone. Um, um, again, especially when somebody is in the room you know, represented on the screen and then, uh, you know, it's sort of is present and taking part in a conversation. But, um, yeah, I think that absolutely everyone can get um, something out of um, such events as, as long as that's kept in mind. You know, when I said, you know, we, I wanted to, to reach a variety of people, I think that can work. And, and you know, it's not, it's, I mean, 
sometimes the effect will be um, stronger than, than other times, but I mean, I think absolutely everyone can be reached in some way by these events, if there's enough variety in them. And how has art contributed to the way we view mental health more generally? I think it, it's just solidified, um, encouraged, solidified the idea that it's um, worthy of, of open conversation. It's not, not something to hide. If, if people feel the need to talk about mental health, they should. And, and talking about mental health can be um, a very helpful thing to the person who's doing it, to the person who is um, ex uh, witnessing that. So um, the arts have, have, have definitely encouraged that. I mean, you know, and, you know there's another side of the, of the arts um, um, that has not had positive portrayals, has had stigmatizing portrayals. I mean, we can't forget that and just say, oh, arts, mental health, great, <laughs> you know, because they're, they're definitely, um, there's, there's definitely work out there that, that has, has not been helpful. Sometimes we can reframe that and sort of challenge it, address it, but um, um, generally speaking, um, the art that's done in the um, right spirit um, has been helpful in opening things up. Do you think there's been an increase in also some damaging um, portrayals of mental health or with the increase of mental health speak about in general? I think my sense is that as a percentage, there's not been more. You know, so, so I mean, if, if we were to go back, you know, say, even, even 10 years, say, um, that... Um, as a percentage of what's out there on, that would be seen to address mental health, that you would have um, more that's negative than, more that's unhelpful than, than there is now. But because there's just such an explosion of content out there, um, there might be more, more negative content out there now than there um, was then. So, I mean, it, it's, it's good to feel that the, the balance is, is on the right side of things, but it means we have to continue to be um, vigilant, and, and I was again. I was, I was at this event on the weekend. Uh, a panel about mental mental health. It was at a, a youth film festival, and I mean, I was preaching. You know, <laughs> I was all evangelical, saying like, oh, we we cannot just as much as you know. I I like you know sort of like escapist entertainment. I mean, it's interesting to think of this way. If if it's escapist and it's got a negative portrayal, like a stigmatizing portrayal of mental health, uh, it's not worth it. And it's not really escapist. It's causing problems, you know. It's maybe escapist for the person who's, who's watching it in some way, but not in another, you know. So I think it's, it's really important that we keep an eye on that. We call it out when, 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 when we see it to the best of our ability. Um, but also not just do that, but, but you know, like show an alternative way and show that alternative ways can be um, you know, entertaining, engaging, um, that, um, that, uh, that positive portrayals um, can be fun too. <laughs> fun, entertaining, engaging in some way. Are there any steps you think you or filmmakers in general take to, um, to make sure that they're doing it responsibly? Yeah, um, we should ask ourselves the tough questions um, often. <laughs> we should be, allow um, others to ask tough questions of, of us. I mean, I'm speaking as a, as, a, as a filmmaker too, and I mean, we won't always get it right. We can't always account for, as hard as we try, for um, ways that content is, is taken. You know, we might not be aware that, that something we're putting out there can be misinterpreted. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, a, not an exact science, um, but at the very least, if we take a step back and think, okay, putting this out into the world, is this, at the very least, not going to do any harm? You know, to the best of our ability, do we think this is not going to do any harm? Okay, well then, you move forward and, and, and you really hope it doesn't, and if it does, you try to learn learn from that, as opposed to this pass that entertainment gets a lot of the time, which is, oh come on, just relax, <laughs> you know, like hey, you know, can't we just have fun here? Or something? Uh, you know, film media, um, art media, film 
I mean, they have power. So, so power has to be um, used responsibly. Um, there's a, a, a film producer that I'm inspired by, David, David Putnam, and um, he was horrified by um, a reaction to a particular scene in um, a film he produced, Midnight Express. I mean, totally not what he thought was going to happen, but it, it really made him, him think. He said, okay, I have a responsibility as someone who's putting um, powerful content into the world, I have a responsibility to think about how that's going to be taken. And, 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 and I believe that 100%. What role does art play when it comes to tackling mental health? stigma and discrimination? I think it, it's, it's largely about encouraging and, and normalizing conversation around it. Um, that's not to say that, of course, sort of like we're saying, not, not all films are positive, not all conversations are positive, just because, hey, I've had a conversation about mental health, there can be damaging conversations about mental health, but I think it, the right kind of art encourages the right kind of conversation kinds of conversation around it and um, the more um, conversations that are, are had that are, are positive, you know, the, the, the chances are that, that things are going to be um, improved. So um, I, I, I do think it can be um, a force for, for positive change and that's, that's largely why I've been involved in, in film to begin with. I mean, obviously for me, focusing on film in particular and what it can do. And how would you like the relationship between mental health and the arts in Scotland to develop in the next five to ten years? Well, I think those of us involved in it should, as, as I've referred to before, um, practice what we preach. And, and so that if we're involved in the arts and mental health, we should um, be very astute around how we proceed. So, so we should be um, an example of good practice. Um, so um, we should make sure that, that people are, who are in this area, um, if they are supposed to be being paid, they're paid properly, that you know, it's not seen that um, the arts are fun. You know? and, and so as a result, um, you don't really have to be paid for all those, those hours. We wish we were doing what, what you were doing, lucky you. Um, you know that that's not terribly good for the for the for the mental health of those people who are putting in in the, those those um, long 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 days. So um, I think it's really important to 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 keep an eye on that. Like, I mean, especially when you're you feel like you're doing good work. You know, it's like you know you get very enthusiastic. You have to sort of watch yourself as as well. That's not to put it on you know those in in positions of, of power necessarily. So it, it's we have to sometimes call a stop. Say you know what, if if we are um, um, if we're a, a venture that is looking at mental health, let's make sure to the best of our ability that um, mental health um, is being um, well addressed in, in how we do things. Um, and then I, I think for me, um, I'd like to see even more acceptance of that um, challenging but accessible um, approach, um, again, there's, there's the place for the sponsored film. I mean, and there, there are, there's, you know, it's not just three things, the sponsored film, but the, the mainstream film and the challenging but accessible stuff somewhere in between. But um, if, if I draw, you know, <laughs> there's a spectrum that way, but um, I've just seen how work that's not necessarily the most popular or obvious can have a huge impact. Um, and, and I'm really proud of the work that I've done to draw attention to that. So um, I'll continue to do that. And I, I like to think that others have been inspired that way as well, whether by me or, or otherwise. Is there anything else you want to say or anything you feel we haven't discussed that you want to add or talk about? I'm glad that this project is happening. I think this is, this is a, a, a great thing. And um, you know, it won't surprise you given some of what I've said. Um, I think it's really important, and I hope that this project does, does this as well, to um, emphasize quality over quantity. I mean, quantity is great if it's, if it, you know, if, if it's, it's quantity that's it's good, you know, you know, more of it, certainly, but um, 
we we shouldn't um, be slaves to the numbers game. And and so um, let's really think about um, what impact can be. And it's not just about um, increasing; um, it, it, it's about um, deepening. So. Um, yeah, I, th I think it's 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 extremely important for us to keep that in mind, particularly when there's so much pressure to um, deliver, um, you know, statistically provable results. And and, and I think if if um, the project um, keeps that in mind, and if we keep that in mind going forward with um, uh, mental health related arts work, we'll we'll all be better for it. Thank you very much, Richard. Okay. Thank you.